Welcome to this week's energy show. Now, solar panels produce power during the day. And so what do you do about power at night? Well, with net metering, we can run our electric meters backwards during the day and get full retail credit for this energy. Actually, the credit in many places is now a tiny bit less than retail, but it's still pretty close. But utilities hate net metering. They're doing everything they can to limit the benefits of net metering and make it less cost-effective for you to put solar panels on your roof, whether it's a home or business, and charge you more for the expensive electricity that they generate. <laughs> Ironically, even when they're using really cheap solar power, they still charge you a ton of money. They're doing things like changing the time of use periods, adding demand charges, adding fixed fees, or in some cases, trying to eliminate net metering altogether, which they've successfully done in some states. Now, the lucky thing is, the technology changes faster than the utility regulations. It's kind of surprising, but it's a fact. The battery systems that are out there now, these are battery storage systems, they can be added to rooftop solar to recapture some of the benefits that the utilities are taking away by killing net metering. With batteries, you can save your energy during the day and use it in afternoons and in the evening when the power is the most expensive. Or you can sidestep some of these peak demand charges. They're trying to charge you a lot of money if your power peaks, like you know your refrigerator, your air conditioner, and your car charger all goes on at once. They charge you a ton of money at that instant. Well, with a battery, the battery can provide that extra power. And the great thing is with some of these battery systems, battery storage systems, you can get backup power just like a generator from your battery storage system. And you know, quite frankly, I'm, I'm surprised at how often we're getting blackouts and power outages in California. It's happening more and more often, not less and less. And battery systems is your own personal solution to that. And it's great if there's ever really a disaster or anything. Okay, so there's a number of battery storage systems on the market, but often the hype gets way ahead of the reality. So on this show, we'll be doing another hands-on review of a really good battery storage system. This one is from SolarEdge. It's called the Storage Battery Storage System. Now, the reviews that we do are based on the installation and usage of these systems using commercially available products and software provided by the manufacturers. The intent is to provide useful real-world experiences to installers and homeowners as these behind-the-meter battery storage systems become more popular. And we actually do testing of commercially available systems in our lab in Campbell, California. So these things are actually installed, running. It's really basically what you get if you're a homeowner. All right, so more information. You can always look up more data about this, background, updates. It's spicesolar.com resources. All right. So the system that we're reviewing now is the storage solar and energy storage system. Now this is a grid tie solar inverter. So it's kind of the standard solar inverter coupled with a battery storage system interface. And that interface connects both to the PV and to the batteries. And it works with different battery systems out there. The, the one that I recommend is the LG Chem 10 kilowatt hour system, but there's also compatibility with some of the Tesla Powerwall versions. Now, Storage at SolarEdge, great company, the leading inverter manufacturer, they're planning on adding other battery subsystems in the future. We tested the LG 10 kilowatt system. It works great. Okay, so the Storage 7.6 kilowatt inverter functions virtually identically to the standard SolarEdge 7.6 kilowatt inverter. And that makes it easier for solar contractors who are already experienced with SolarEdge to install it. It uses DC optimizers on the solar panels. And, you know, the thing is, it just works great. The storage system is DC coupled. That means that the batteries are directly coupled to the inverter, just like the photovoltaic panels are coupled to the inverter. We did a previous review of the Enphase system, and that's a case where the batteries are actually AC coupled. So the solar panels don't connect directly into the inverter and the battery. 
All right. The storage system's ideal for customers who want to store their locally generated solar energy. So let's say you're generating power in the middle of the day and you want to store that and use it in the evenings when it's expensive. Or you can even store expensive grid energy and use that at night. The key features of the storage system are that you can plug in various third-party battery systems. So you're not kind of tied to a particular battery, just like you're not tied to a particular solar panel. It can be configured to provide emergency backup power. This is really important. It actually works really, really well. Some of the systems out there, if they're AC coupled, they don't easily connect to a battery backup system. But I'm finding that all the customers are looking for storage. They also want to be able to get backup power. I mean, naturally, power goes out. You got this big honking LG battery sitting there. You want to use that energy when the sun's down or if there's an emergency. And that works out great. And the other great thing about the backup power system is if, if there's an extended outage, the solar can recharge the battery. The storage system also has a number of configuration options. So you can handle all the different net metering and interconnection requirements in the U.S. and other countries. Now, many contractors are already familiar with the SolarEdge inverter and optimizer. So that makes it easier and effectively cheaper for the solar contractor to design and install these systems. So just kind of the way this storage system works in a standard solar edge inverter, you've got the inverter section on top and you have a DC disconnect section on the bottom. With the storage version, instead of a standard simple DC disconnect, inside that DC disconnect box, you also have, it's called the backup unit. And that also contains an AC loads breaker, AC loads bypass switch, so you can bypass and, and just go to AC without the inverter, battery input, battery communications terminals, AC output, this is important. So this is how you get AC output to the backup loads, communications terminals into a separate meter, an auto transformer, which is this thing that allows you to operate in backup mode with a split phase 120 volt power, fuses, and there's also a little tiny battery in there for dark star capability. Now what's cool is this backup unit provides 240 volt 60 cycle reference power and relays. So if there's a power outage, in like five seconds or so, the thing makes a bunch of clicking noises, whatever, boom. And then it automatically powers this backup subpanel in case of a utility interruption. And it's going to power that backup subpanel as long as there's juice in the battery. And if the battery gets depleted, next day, sun comes up, solar can charge up that battery again. It's great. SolarEdge is a pretty good company in terms of providing support and documentation. They've got support line that's open from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They have a pretty good, really good monitoring platform. And, you know, we've been using it to watch the performance of our system in the lab. We'll talk about that more later. And, and they're, they're an established company. They probably have the biggest market share among inverter companies in, in the U.S. And they've got a good reputation for delivering good products and service. Okay, so... Here are the applications that the system supports. It provides the ability to optimize your self-consumption of solar energy generation. That means that, you know, if your power is more expensive in the evening than in the morning, then you can store the power in the morning that you generate on solar and then use it at night. You can manage your bill based on these time of use periods pretty effectively. So basically, you can shift when you're using utility power and you only use utility power when the utility power is cheap and when the utility power is expensive. You shift your consumption to pulling that power off the battery. You can limit the amount of power that goes back to the utility. In some locations, that's desirable to do. You can put in a demand charge reduction profile. So you reduce the peak demand. This is really important for commercial customers. It's going to become more important for residential customers too. And it provides backup power. The one thing that the system doesn't do is it's not designed for complete off-grid operation. All right, so when we installed the system, we installed the storage 7.6 kilowatt battery storage inverter with a revenue grade meter. 
We put in the storage consumption meter with an enclosure. This is an outdoor rated enclosure. Put it in an auto transformer. We install the GSM modem with a 12-year service plan. That way we can communicate. The monitoring platform, optimizers, a 100-amp backup sub-panel. We use the LG Chem 10-kilowatt-hour battery and got the whole thing installed. Now, with the hardware, the installation cost, the design, the sales, the overhead profit, I'd expect that the total cost for a battery storage system using this technology, storage and LG, is going to be in the neighborhood of ten dollars to $15,000. Less if installation is done in conjunction with a solar system. And then you get to apply rebates. There's a $4,000 rebate in California. You also get an investment tax credit on this. So the net cost to the customer, I'd say five dollars to $10,000, may sound high. But note that most battery storage manufacturers kind of lowball the installation cost. This is really what it's going to cost. It doesn't take, you know, there's a lot of hard work that your installer is going to have to do to get this thing designed, configured, and installed and supported. It's not just like putting in a regular solar system. You want to find an installer that's experienced. Okay, let's talk about the documentation, training, and support that installers and homeowners get with the storage system. You know, it's a pretty feature-rich system. It supports a wide range of operating modes, grid integration capabilities, and backup power configuration options. You know what that means? That means it's complicated. There's a lot of options. There's a manual that's an inch thick. But SolarEdge really helps step you through all the options. The first few that your installer is going to install, it's going to be kind of tricky. But then it gets straightforward. And from a, a customer's operation standpoint, very, very simple. It's kind of like hands-off. Now, LG Chem also provides really good documentation, training, and support for their battery systems. They've partnered with SolarEdge and, you know, been very, very happy with the support from both companies. All right. Now, here's kind of a tricky thing. It, it's something that you, you don't realize until you actually start installing these things. And we've done a couple. The shipping and transportation for these big battery systems, not trivial. Now, we've all kind of come accustomed to having little lithium-ion batteries in our pockets or our purses or our laptops for years and years and years. Well, contractors have to be aware of the special shipping requirements that apply to large battery storage systems. Anything over 50 pounds requires... The transporter, you know, that's the shipping company, FedEx or UPS, or the contractor who's driving it from the the warehouse to the job site, or even the warehouse manager. They're required to go through a DOT hazmat training course to make sure that they know how to handle these lithium-ion battery systems properly. Most common carriers, FedEx and UPS, can handle this. There's a little sticker that goes on the, the, the battery system so that you're kind of careful about it. And the contractors have to make sure that their staff are properly trained when handling these large batteries. Now, very, very impressed with the LG Chem battery. The thing is literally in a bulletproof case. I mean, mean, seriously, if you shot a bullet at it, it probably would bounce right off. The thing is that it's really, really heavy. The the LG Chem 10 kilowatt hour battery is 214 pounds just for the battery. It comes in a pallet with a wooden enclosure that probably adds another 100 pounds. So, you know, first of all, this is something that kind of has to be handled with a forklift put onto a truck. And then when it's moved from the delivery truck, like your pickup truck, to the job site, you're going to need a cart or some kind of vertical lift to make sure that this battery can be safely transported to the installation site and mounted on a wall. It takes four strong people to care to lift this thing up, mount it on the wall. It's designed for wall mounting. So no, no, not, no worry at all about it being attached to the wall securely. There's really heavy-duty brackets. But, you know, four people have to hold this thing up to make sure that it's in the right place. You know, and each of them are going to be carrying 60 pounds. So it's tricky. Experienced contractors are going to do it. Not a DIY thing. Not something even for two people to easily understand, to install. Okay. 
Now, design and engineering. This is something that your solar contractor is going to have to do in advance. With the system that we installed, one or two of these batteries can be installed to each storage 7.6 kilowatt hour inverters. Now, for most small homes, let's say you have a 4,000 watt PV system on the roof. You know, maybe you have like 15, 20 panels or 15 panels on the roof or so. For a small system, a single 10 kilowatt hour battery is going to be sufficient to optimize your self-consumption of the solar. So small system, one battery is good. If you have, in this example, a 4,000 watt system, assuming this 10 kilowatt hour battery, about 70% of the solar energy that the PV system generates is going to be storable in the battery every day. So you're going to be able to store 10 kilowatt hours of power. So if you drain the battery every day down to close to zero, that little system is going to be able to fully replenish it. Usually you don't drain the battery completely. Um, now, the other good thing is this 10 kilowatt hour capacity, let's say the battery's filled up and then there's a blackout, that's going to be sufficient to power your critical loads in a home for one or two days. And then the thing I really like about this is next day, if it's sunny, that battery's going to charge up again. So you, you almost have perpetual power as long as it's sunny. Yeah, it's not going to work if you're in the winter, there's snow, if there's a, a one-week rainstorm, but it's going to be pretty well matched to the average consumption. Now, if you have a larger home with higher evening energy consumption, you probably want to get a bigger solar system, and then you may want to get two batteries depending on really what you want to do. All right, now, here's how it works during backup operation, because that's one of the things I really like about the storage system with LG. Let's say the utility power goes out, and, you know, as, as you guys might have heard listening to my show, in, here in, in Silicon Valley, in my suburban neighborhood, you know, you're talking about a little, you know, kind of a, a standard suburban neighborhood, houses after house. We had two extended power failures over the last year. That's just in 2017. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of annoying when that happens, because, Everything starts to melt in the refrigerator. There's no heat. Even your hot water doesn't work because your hot water heater now is it's got an electric igniter. So it's really, really good to have some kind of source of backup power. I have a generator, but now I'm going to have one of these backup systems once I get it installed. The storage system provides 5,000 watts of continuous power from the battery with a 6,600-watt surge. It's good to have the surge power because when electric motors start up, they draw a little bit more power. So when your refrigerator starts up, you know, maybe your, your furnace fan starts up, it's going to surge, but you have a lot of power. Now, a really important consideration, the power and the surge capabilities is not sufficient to operate central air conditioning systems or really large electric loads like an electric dryer. So with this backup system, you can't run your electric dryer. It's going to be kind of tough to run an electric stove, maybe one burner, fine, but don't turn on the oven. And your central air conditioning, eh, it's not going to work. Even some well pumps aren't going to be compatible with this. So that's just something to keep in mind. So if you're looking at powering your entire home with your central AC and your, your electric appliances and your dryer and your stove, you're going to need really a whole house generator. These backup systems, even if you had two of them, probably not going to do the trick. Okay, now let's talk about some of the installation details. The storage inverter is mounted on the wall with a bracket, just like the regular solar edge inverter. Contractors are going to be experiencing that. It connects to the AC service panel and, and the PV panels with a separate electrical wires. The storage inverter has a single 40-amp dual-pole breaker. It's kind of standard for these 7.6-kilowatt inverters. There's an auto-transformer that gets wired in. There's communication wire that gets wired into the auto-transformer, so the auto-transformer doesn't kind of go over temperature. There's a solar edge electricity meter and communication wire. This is really important. This is a meter that can notify you how much power you're using 
from the utility, how much power you're sending back to the utility. Very, very cool. So that gives you all the information that the inverter and the storage system needs. Basically, what happens is your contractor installs these things called current transducers in the main power feed to the building. And that's, that's a really great thing to have. A little tricky to install, but really great thing to have because you can actually see when you're using power and the information is super useful to reduce your power consumption in the future. There's a critical load subpanel. I'll talk about that more. And then there's the way you, pretty straightforward, you just wire up the LG Chem battery with a, a couple of wires and a ground. So very simple, plus communication wire to the battery. So the inverter talks to the battery with communications, and the inverter talks to the electric meter that, that you've installed, the dedicated electric meter with communications. That way you can manage all this. Now, how does this information get to you? Well, it's a very elegant system. What we're using and what we found to be most reliable is there's a cellular monitoring system. So the data from the battery, from the inverter, from the electric meter, it's transmitted over the cellular circuit up to the SolarEdge server in the cloud. And then anybody from a web browser, there's a little app for your phone, you can access it on your computer, you can see exactly what's going on. Now, if you don't want to spring for the cellular communication or if you live in a cave and you don't have cellular service, Ethernet's good and Zigbee communication's good, but I found through experience that the cellular is by far and away the most reliable because you're not dependent on the home internet connection. You're not dependent on Comcast or, or anybody like that. It just works. Okay, since the maximum output from the inverter and the battery is limited to 5,000 watts, you need this thing called a critical load subpanel or a backup load subpanel. These critical load circuits are things like your refrigerator, your important lighting, your furnace fan, your hot water heater electronics, and your entertainment necessities. They have to be wired into this panel. And when there's a grid failure, if the utility power goes down, the inverter is going to automatically resume powering these critical loads after a delay of about five seconds. Okay, so you can see all this on the SolarEdge monitoring platform. You can see total building consumption, total total power production, the self-consumption. So in other words, the power you're using from solar or your battery, how much power you're importing from the utility, kind of what you're spending, and how much you're exporting. And it's, it's very elegant. Now, from an operation and maintenance standpoint, the whole thing's pretty automatic. If there's a blackout, the thing automatically switches over to backup power in about five seconds. And your contractor and SolarEdge have more visibility into the performance of solar panels, individual panels, and the monitor and the battery characteristics. So kind of in, in a nutshell, I, I kind of like the SolarEdge system. I really do. It's, it, they've, the company's got a good track record. Their inverters have been rock solid, and it provides backup power. And, you know, that's kind of, from a contractor standpoint, I want to put in a system that the customers are really going to be happy with and I'm not going to have to fiddle with all the time. There's extra work in installing these battery backup systems and, and storage systems, so it's going to cost more. And, and if you find a contractor that's not accounting for that, it, you know, they're they're going to learn the hard way. So I'm a big fan of battery storage systems, especially ones with backup power. The differences between the peak and the off-peak rate and the demand charges mean that battery storage systems pencil out in many states, including Hawaii and California. Other states, maybe not so much, but this is something that inevitably is going to pencil out everywhere in the country. And with the SGIP rebates in California, you get another $4,000 check from the state. That brings paybacks down into the 5 to 10 year range. So the way most of our customers look at it, they get a good payback with the battery storage because they can save more money and they get backup power for free. And candidly, with the, an unreliable grid that we have, backup power is very handy to have and I think it's going to become even more and more useful. Okay, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com.